0: Oh,
1: recording. And the
2: top one. It a, no, 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 no. In the black thing. The top one. Over to the over.
1: This is the MMA Takes Podcast. MMA Takes Podcast with your host Brian Petrie. Brian Petrie. We got the boys. The boys. Here. Oh. oh, oh, oh daddy. Right. daddy, Strap <laughs> daddy. Oh, he's double strapped up. If you're audio only, people, Christian won last week. Very, very well played card. And he is currently strapped up. You guys need to go to the YouTube. us, Check this dude out. He looks fantastic. Having audio issues. I was having them. We all were going crazy. But guess what? Guess what? Well, he And we got picks. We got motherfucking picks. How do you feel about this card, boys? I'm going to dinner tomorrow night without children with two of my good buddies in Indiana. So I'll gather wings, place it on my bets. I got the slime ball, figured out. Going to show that at the end of the show. How you feeling? I'm locked in. Hey, hey, look at my eyes. I'm locked in
0: the second half of the of the card i'm good to go but the first one is rough man there's, there's a lot I'm, of names I'm, on there that <laughs> i wasn't familiar with
1: i'm not gonna be be able to pronounce a lot of these names because it is a tough name card but i'm i'm in i'm all the way in cc my guy my guy my beautiful hairy friend how do you uh how do you feel about this
2: Man, I'm kind of with Tim on this one. You, everybody knows I don't watch tape, so it's remembering the difference between Ismagulov and, <laughs> and Gazmatov and Kopilov and Dariyev and Tukagov. I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, I'm that's why I'm here. Back that's
1: why I'm here. I'm here to help you guys along the way because I am locked in, baby. I need it. I need it locked in a- amazing card. It's free from the Americans. I believe other people in the world have to pay for Hell it, yeah. but us Americans, we get something for free. Um, pretty dope. Next week's going to be a sick card as well. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, they're finishing the year strong. December 11th is, is right around Tim's birthday. I believe and it is fucking slam pack. of One of the greatest cards I've ever seen. And they're keep adding to it. They're keep adding to it. But without further ado, we got a new backdrop. If you, if you can't tell the three headed monster here, uh, that is a good fellas poster. Um, I believe I am Rob, Rob, Robert De Niro. Bobby D is what I call him. Friends call him Bob. I call him Bobby D. Uh, Timbo, I believe, is Joe Pesci. He's the, he's the enforcer. He's the bouncer. And, uh, and motherfucking uh, Christian is Ray Liotta, who's the star of the movie, who, uh, you know, we all seen the movie. He had a little bit of problem. MMA lock of the night is in the chat. My guy, <laughs> oh. early star tomorrow, 1030 a.m., Eastern, yes, sir. We got that early start, which is even better. The mo- the morning cards, I love. White's got to work. Love I'm it. with the kids. You know, just going to order some DoorDash. Here's some food. Let dad play. Let go go play with some toys. All right, first Friday night, boys. We're diving in. We are diving the fuck in. Here are the names. Here are the names. Uh, Tagir, Ulenbekov, minus 340, versus Alan Nesimento, plus 260. Tagir is that motherfucking guy, he is an absolute stud. Uh Alan Sosito is is a Brazilian, you know, regional guy who's got some decent size wins, he's got some good size losses, he's fought some decent people. He's making his UFC debut, uh wide line to start. A lot of these lines are wide. There is no, I believe there's no pickums on this card. So you're looking at Chalk City or Dog City, right? I mean, that's that's what this card's giving you. You know, it's it's either going to go one way or the other. Christian, you're the champ, so I'm going to let you start first, my friend. Tagir Ulambeko versus Alan Nascimento. Who do you like, dude?
2: I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on these early right, fights. Uh,
1: yeah, it's 15 fights, so yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: there's some more that I like later. Yeah. Um... I'm going to go with Bekov here. Uh Nassimanto's debuting in the UFC. Um, Bekov beats the good Bruno Silva or the bad Bruno Silva? There's
1: so many. Let's just say the good <laughs> one, right? I don't know. Yeah,
2: I mean, this is one, honestly, I was listening to Lock Show earlier for some of these early ones. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Bekov here. This, these early ones, I, I don't have a whole lot of big takes on. He's a minus 360 favorite. Yeah. Uh, he's got an OV at the end of his name. Give it to me.
1: There you go. OV at the end of the name. I believe he trains with Khabib. Uh, made his UFC debut versus Bruno Silva. I was. I actually I remember this fight. He looked dominant. I, I, I can't hit a prop to save my life. This is obviously many months ago, but I propped it from the finish. Missed. Surprise. But uh, listen, he's he's a fucking stud. He is he is he is a stud. not Cemento, I looked up tape on this kid. You know he's pretty good, right? I mean, eighteen to six. Whenever you look at it, or eighteen of five, excuse me. Whenever you look at a record like that, you're like, okay, why is this guy now getting to the UFC? He had a shot in the contender series. He blew it, right? He fought Ryland Pava, who's who's a fucking stud, right? But it is what it is. He blew it, and now he's coming in plus two sixty. I just don't see anything that is going to be better. He's gonna he's not gonna be able to take him down. He's not gonna be able to stand with him. Oolim back Can fucking kick. Like the wind, uh, if that's a saying, I think it is. I just coined it, trademarked it. Um, This is going to be an easy one. Tagir wins here. I I was actually surprised this line is the way it is. Usually they steam these Russians, um, and a lot of these Russians are steamed. But minus 340, I think to me, on a card like this, in a mismatch, in my opinion, is is playable. You know, this is a parlay piece. This is if, if you got a fatty fucking bankroll, uh, you got a fucking knot in your pocket. Uh this is something to play, something to think about. But uh I'm gonna go to gear here. Not not too much to think about. Timbo, bring us the
0: dog, baby. Bring us the dog. Can't do it, man. <laughs> I gotta go with the Russian. This this will be a parlay booster. And uh I'll actually be in North Carolina this weekend. North so Carolina.
1: Ooh, can't lie to live that. Bet. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can do it on an offshore account, but it's not the same. But uh, not—I not, didn't just say that. But if I was allegedly, to
1: joy, I would do water. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. he might have an offshore account and allegedly go fuck yourself, right? You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'd say. You know, no, it's nobody's business. What's the uh, what's the saying that you have? Isn't it if it ends in OVE or if whoops? they're from a stand, bet a grand?
0: That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's, At, he's from Russia. He's close enough.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to come up with something for the Chinese fighters. Like if they're from China, just, I'm trying to have something that rhymes. I'm not I'm not Dr. Seuss, but Chinese <laughs> fighters stink. I mean, they, they did not show up on the contender series. <laughs> all, do, man. They're all coming from that fucking UFC performance. And it's like, what, what are you doing? They had no, no one's impressed me. I mean, we got a Chinese fighter on here. The leech, he's great. Uh, John Wei Lee's great, but everyone else is like, whoa, we doing here. You know what I mean? All right. First fight of the night. Let's go second fight of the night. Demir Ismogulov, minus 245 versus Magomed Mustayev, plus 194. I lead the dance here. I like both these guys. I love this fight. This is a crazy fight for second fight of the night. Demir, 23-1. He's like the hardcore MMA's guy. Like a lot of people love this dude. You know, he was under he dominated on the regional scene. He's, he's undefeated in the UFC. Had a little trouble his last time out. He got he got hit a few uh in his last time out. He showed a little cheek in his armor. He showed that he is, he is a fucking human being. He's not just a robot. Um, and Magamum is coming off a loss of Brad Riddell. This guy's fucking legit though. Right? I mean, looks like the bad guy from fucking old country from no men. Got that weird Bieber haircut. <laughs> he was supposed to fight Dom Madge a few times. So I did some serious state, uh, uh, tape study on him. Crazy kicks, good good uh wrestling. He's from Dagestan. He's got the typical thing both these guys are from a stand. So what are you going to do with my system? Oh. My system is now compromised. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. is great. Everyone's on him. He's the high favorite here at minus 245. Magomed is is not as active. Hasn't fought as much. Has a little bit of cardio issues. He can wrestle, he can strike. Demir's the longer fighter. He's gonna probably stand the outside, pick him apart. He can wrestle as well. It's not like he's a fish out of water. But when you give me plus one ninety four for a guy that looks like that from Dagestan, I'm gonna take a shot at it. I'm gonna go opposite of uh, I'm gonna fade the public here. Everyone loves Demir. Give me the dog at plus 194. It's almost two to one in your money. They're moving up. I got these lines on FanDuel. They're 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 changing everywhere. But I like me some dogs, right? I'm going dog hunting this card, boys. And um, you know, not all favorites, because all the favorites have been winning lately. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. Not a lot of dog money has been coming through as of late. I mean, usually we get one or two a card. I'm, you know, I'm hoping this card we get four or five. And Magum Mustay, I think this is a lot closer than than the lions are giving it credit for. Um, but give me Maguman Mustaya, baby. Timbo, chop down, Lana Braves, we got.
0: I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree with you more, and I- I'm upset to hear that you're taking this dog. Um, oh come on, man! You know, my fucking Magomed is a uh, very well rounded. Now he's yeah. coming off a loss that he's coming off a, a split decision loss to Brad R- uh, Riddell that very close. took him down eight times. Yeah, um, and then outside from that, his three victories have all been by knockout. Um, Ismagulov is just the epitome of. Timid, you know, he's mm-hmm. failed to land over 75 significant strikes in all of his UFC fights. Um he's shitty for DFS. I did the DFS research on him. He's never scored more than 75 DraftKing points um in any of his fights. Um so I mean he is undefeated, but you know, that, as you said, these these guys are both Russian fucking killers. And I wouldn't even give it as Is a killer.
1: But his uh, record tagline. indicates he's a killer. I got you. Yeah, yeah,
0: his record's good, you know, four and in UFC um so yeah give me the dog
1: give me the dog baby we got a dog coming christian go and get that chalk chalk baby oh i will i
0: like
2: how (laughs) you're reasoning for taking dogs as favorites have been winning
1: yeah (laughs) well it's the tides are going to turn yeah i had a friend that used to say that the tides are
2: turning yeah yeah he's they're they're due yeah they're they're due baby Uh, (laughs) um this is this should be a great fight really Uh, should I imagine it'll go the distance. I'm surprised you guys. I mean, Mustafa is a wrestler and he relies on that wrestling. Isma Gulov's never been taken down. Never. Yet.
1: Yet, bro. Yeah,
2: he's due. He's, he's due.
0: due.
2: Everyone's no, due. he's 100%. Okay. And I'm gonna rely on that. Okay. I mean, Mustafa is a finisher, but Isma doesn't even lose and he doesn't get taken down. So I just don't see the path for Mustafaev at all. But, I mean, Isma Gulov at minus 235 on FanDuel?
1: slamming yeah. it that's a champ <laughs> hey that's a champ talking people that's a champ listen i oh god i i really like this fight for the second fight of the night usually the second fight of the night is not this right that's how slammed this card is and when i really dove deep into this and i just was like man I, i'm leaning Mogamev. i think he's getting faded but the contrarian to me the opposite side of my brain obviously goes demir everyone loves him right he's incredible talent He's got a good price next to his name. So uh, follow CC's to champ. Next up, Yazong Hu, plus 194, who? Plus 194 versus Andre Podoski, minus 245. Timbo, we got a Chinese fighter here. He's 3-2, coming off two losses, hasn't fought in three years. Against Andre Podoski, I feel like he's fighting every weekend at this point, right? Coming from the Alton fighter, he was in our faces every week, and then he took a really quick fight. Now he's another fairly quick fight. Pretty good-sized favorite here. Who do you like? Uh, and tell me why it's Piotrowski. Or Petrosky, well, Excuse me, Piotrowski.
0: It's not, it's not who for reasons <laughs> that we just said a little while ago. Um, Petrosky it's uh, – I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm leaning heavy on him because the the, uh, the headliner of this joint texted us and said, do we need to hammer this minus <laughs> 245? Um, I mean, really, you know, just – this was a car that I wiki kept and uh, there's not much on on Petrosky obviously because he's come up the auto fighter. Um but yeah, I mean the says it all to me. So I like I like Petrosky for that reason, that reason alone. And because you told me to. Yep. That's a good reason.
1: That's a good reason. Uh CC, who do you like here, Ben?
0: Man, I think
2: Petrosky is not impressive. That third round win against Michael, the gentleman, Gilmore who wasn't even on the ultimate fighter. They brought him on like last minute when that Sean Gore got hurt. <laughs> like he wasn't even good enough to get on the show in the first place. Then, or before or after then, Petroski loses to the last pick, who ended up being, it looks like, all right, he'll still lose you the- won the show!
1: You won the show!
2: Trace Cheesy. Um, I do not think Petroski's good. He's got the look, but he does not have the skills to pay the bills. Damn. I know. Mean, no, Damn. any good I'm not gonna even pretend like I've seen this punching bag ever fight before <laughs> I want so badly to pick who because I don't think Petrosky's good but who? I mean yazam's like a former heavyweight I mean he's been he's got a USADA suspension I'm gonna go with Petrosky but I don't like it I'm I'm gonna find a way to bet it but it's not gonna be money line
0: so I'm, I'm f- remembering Petrosky now from the ultimate fighter now I remember he was the main he the main was the guy. attraction yeah, he was like the gassed out favorite to
1: win it. Yeah. Number one. He had
2: a good beard, doesn't mean you're a good fighter. I'm let me let me tell you something. This.
1: Let me tell you something right now, okay? Um, Petrosky doesn't have to be good. He doesn't have to be. I'm not. I'm not singing this guy's praises to win anything, except this fight. Who has never fought outside of China? This is the first time ever going... I mean, he's fighting in Abu Dhabi. I know that's not that far away. It's not America. But this is the first time fighting outside of China. And he's coming off a suspension. He's coming off a three-year layoff. He's fighting big guys, right? He's primarily a striker. He can wrestle a little bit, but not really. Petrowski is an elite wrestler. Like, he's a fucking East Coast, Beast Coast. I'm going to take you down and submit you. Who... Has been submitted for in the UFC by a guy that is absolute trash. Um, I'm surprised this line's not 500. Petrosky yeah, he fought Michael Gilmore, who stinks. But Gilmore, he was a huge favorite, and he dominated him and took him out of there like he's supposed to do. So unless Petrosky looked like shit in that fight against Michael Gilmore... I can see why you're like, oh, well, uh, listen, he's fought Michael Gilmore, but he did what he was supposed to do. And to me, I think the UFC knows this guy's marketable. He's got a good look. He's ripped up. Good beard. He's from the East Coast. He's from Jersey. Those have rabbit fans over there. They're matching him up with a guy who hasn't fought in three years who's just going to get taken down. He might have a puncher's chance, right? Petrosky doesn't have the best gas tank, so maybe this who guy has great heart. Probably not. He's been finished before. Uh, but I'm all over Petroski. I can't believe this line is minus 245. I saw it today at like 235. I, I can't remember if it was DraftKings or Barstool. But uh, yeah, give me Petroski all day. I'm all over this guy. I texted you guys a couple days ago about this. Um, I looked up who I found. Uh, I watched the two UFC performances. I watched his, his, um, his, his fights before the UFC or whatever. Whoever, whatever his suspension was, I'm assuming steroids, should get his money back. Because if this guy was on steroids and he's putting up performances like that, what, what were you taking, dude? Like, what the fuck? I'm all over Petroski here. I mean, this guy is... He's not great, but in this matchup, he's great. He's a great play. All right, next up, uh, Makwan Amirakani, plus 260 versus Lerone Murphy, minus 340. Love this fight as well, Amirakani. This dude just bangs the broads. Uh, Kristen, who you liking this fight. Murphy, Amirakani, interesting matchup here. Yeah, it is an
2: interesting matchup. Um, I mean, this is obviously two completely different styles, Amirakani's. I mean, reliant on the takedowns and grappling and holding him down. I heard he's got some sort of, like, kidney problems, and that's why he, like, he has hydration <laughs> issues, and that's why he's always gassing Who's out. Who's that, Ma-
1: Americani? Yeah, his hydration yeah. issues because he's draining his balls every week before fighting with yeah. all those chicks, man.
2: The old Mr. Finland get <laughs> it. Yeah, dude. Um, so, obviously, Laurel Murphy, if it's on the feet, I mean, he's going to kill him. I mean, they might have to get a body bag in there. but Body bag him. The thing about this is I do kind of, I, I mean, I see it at least getting through two rounds. Um, I haven't looked at any of the, yeah, f- oh, wow, the odds even. I didn't realize, yeah, the odds, yeah, fight starts round three, minus 146, minus 150. I kind of like that. Um, I I would, like, if I could bet that Amir Khani wins the first round, I would, I, I mean, obviously, that's not a real bet. But um, I really think he's going to. And I think even, you know, he's live for that first half of the second round and if I mean hoping that maybe his kidneys are better or his balls are fuller Um, I kind of at this line like I mean I see him up to like plus 275 offshore but I'm willing to take a chance because I would almost guarantee he wins the first round I mean he's always live for a sub too he's a great mm-hmm. grappler um, Laurel Murphy's got terrible takedown defense Uh I do think he's the better fighter but whether it goes if it does go to a decision and I've got a guy that I'm Highly confident, it's gonna get the first one in the bag. You're gonna give me two and a half to one on my money. I'm gonna roll with it. So yeah, give me a uh, Mister empty, empty, empty Balls. Empty Balls. That's Philly. his new nickname.
1: Yeah. Empty Balls. Um I'm gonna tell you why that's a bad pick right now. Okay, Laurel Murphy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, listen, Amir Khan tough. Like even even when he gasses, dude's fucking rock solid. Right? He uh, I mean, he went three rounds at Edson Barboza and didn't get put out. Got body kicked for fucking. You know from hell he wanted that fight right he wanted to step up this guy came to the UFC was kind of like a Conor McGregor guy trained with SBG was like a ladies man Mr. Finland and then uh, you know kind of really fell off the face of the earth because he just hasn't been performing Um, but he takes tough matchups like he doesn't shy away this is another tough matchup (laughs) where Murphy is a prospect I have my eyes on. This guy's been through a lot. He's fucking ripped up. His cardio is good. His striking's good. He's violent. He has bad intentions in there. He's already went against a Khabib guy and had a draw with him, even though I thought he won that fight. Um, you know, he and he's getting better. He's only 10-0. So Amir Khani, you're right. He's got a good, he's got to have a good first round. Plus 260 he's a little wider than I would like. I don't think I'm going to play Leroy Murphy. He is slightly high for my liking at a guy that's only 10-0. But I am in love with his talent. I think he's a super, super talented Dude, um, and I think if he if he can make this look good, right? Because like we all agree, Amir Khan can come out and look really good the first round, and then he slows down because his balls are empty. But if he looks good throughout this whole fight and gets a finish of Amir Khan, Larone Murphy, who's English, who they're trying to promote, has a great story to him. He's skyrocketing up because he's a fucking exciting dude. He doesn't fight all that often. And a big win like this with a big finish, because the last person to finish a Mayor Connie was Shane Burgos, and he got a huge push. Let's give let's give uh, Murphy that push as well. I'm going to go Murphy here, minus 340. A little wide, a little wide for my liking, like I said, but I, I'm still confident Murphy. That could be a parlay piece as well. Um, pretty confident.
2: Hey, pull up Amir Khani's
1: topology. Oh, no, 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 I know. Yeah, dude, yeah, chicks everywhere. You go on MMA Twitter when it's Amir Khani fight week, and every MMA account is just retweeting pictures with him with new chicks, and they're all fucking tens, dude. They're all fucking draining his balls. All right, Timbo, who you got? Um... Yeah, I l- like
0: y'all, you know, I don't have much to add other than what you guys just said. This line is a little little wide. A little wide. Um, Murphy, in his UFC debut, did struggle with takedowns. He got taken down six times by Tuto Um the bar. But, I mean, Amir Khani is just – I don't think he's on the same playing field as Leroy Murphy, for being honest. Um, and, again, I, I think, you know, UFC strategizes who they want to push and how they want to get them pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. Yeah. I I just don't see, I don't see Murphy getting subbed and that's the only way he could lose his fights. So give me, give me Murphy.
1: Yeah. I mean, this, this is another thing too. I think Amir Khan, he came in with a lot of hype. I think he might be making a decent little paycheck here. The UFC is going to invest in him, Mr. Finland, there's not many Finnish fighters, right? Conor McGregor's boy got a good look. Let's let's, he's on a second or third UFC contract, probably making a nice little bank here. The investment didn't pan out because you know he's not an elite level guy. He gets fun fights. He fights tough people. Now they're like, you know what? Let's send him over Murphy, and we'll see what Murphy can do. Um, I'm big on Murphy here. I like that. All right. Next up, <clears throat> where was I at here? All right. So if anybody thinks I'm going to pronounce this fucking guy's name right, is out of their mind. Michelle Olesechek. Versus Shamil. Hey, not bad, right? Shamil Gazmatov. Michelle is what I'm going to say. I'm not pronouncing that last name again. Plus 134 versus Gazmatov, who's a minus 164. This is about as close as a line as we're going to get this week. I think Amanda Hebos maybe is a little closer as well. Um, I like this fight as well. Michelle is a guy who came in the UFC with his fucking hair on fire, looked pretty good. And then has has really taken a step back because his cardio shit. Gazmatov came from the PFL, made his UFC debut, did not look great. Right, uh, he's your typical Dagestanian guy. Kind of slowed down a little bit in his debut. Just kind of left people wanting a little more. I think this is a good matchup for him with Michelle. Michelle's tough. He's got great body shots. He's TKO'd and killed a lot of people with his his body punches. He is a good striker, but he does get tired. Right, and and I think he's gonna get tired in this fight. Gazmatov is gonna grapple him. He's not gonna want to stand up with him. He's gonna wrestle, fuck him. He's gonna. Wear out Michelle and uh it, it's gonna be all all she wrote for Michelle. Um, I can see a late TKO. Uh Michelle is pretty tough. He's pretty durable. Even when he gets tired, he doesn't like quit too much. I mean, he has before he's been finished before, but give me Gaznatov at minus 164. I like the number just because it's like one of the lower numbers on this card um that we're gonna get. It's a good price. Uh, you know, he dominated in the PFL, he's undefeated. He's your typical Dagestanian guy. He's going to fucking put you on your head, and, and he's going to wear you out. So, uh, give me Gazmatov. Uh, I like him a lot. Timbo, who do you like here, babe?
0: Anyone who gets Von Flute choked by OSP post-2018, <laughs> I can't fuck with you. Can't and fuck. You can't do it. You can't do it. And also, get uh, Gazmatov is undefeated and... Um, you know, I'll trust Vegas on this line. It, it is, it is close, and mm-hmm. I don't know shit about these two guys, yeah. other than Michelle got Ron flu choked by OSP. Um, after you know better than to put yourself in that position, so right. fight IQ doesn't do it for me. So give me Gazmatov.
1: Nice pick, Timbo. Hey, hey, man. Nice pick. Nice pick. Thank you. Uh, Thank Christian, you. go ahead and stink up the joint with your with your underdog pick here. Um, uh,
2: no. Yeah, oh, a- all right. All right. All oh, this, A. Chuck is. I mean, he's small for two hundred five. Yeah, he's. he's um, old,
1: look at his belly. He's got a little belly on him, little cookie holder there.
2: Yeah. What was his last? I'm pretty sure I always picked this guy wrong. Um, he had a fight recently.
1: Yeah, I don't have a good track record with him uh-huh. either.
2: Yeah, I, he's I mean he's just so forgettable. Oh, mm. but that's just Bukowskis. God, that guy has cost me so much fucking money. Yeah. I thought that was a really close fight though. Yeah, I,
1: I had I had I had a in a uh, parlay and I uh I I thought obviously I, green color glasses but I thought he won that fight. Split decision's very close.
2: Yeah, I think um Yeah, I think I had him by a finish. I both neither of those guys are very good. Uh, I'm going to go with, Gamsatov. I, I mean, I don't know if this one's favored to go the distance. There's so many fights I want to talk about later.
1: Right. Yeah. This is um, a fight we can probably skim just a little bit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Give me. Uh, give me the Russian.
1: Give me the Russian. I'm gonna.
2: You know, and I, I'm not gonna bet this big, but I'm gonna bet him too. He's undefeated. his a chug stinks.
1: I I I cannot not bet him. I have him my book already. I'm I'm super prepared this week, boys. I got all my bets written down for tomorrow. He's on the list. He's on the list. I'm not doing any props. I'm only doing a couple parlays because um, I, I I keep wanting like to turn the tide. The tides are turning uh, with these props, and I can't fucking win them, so I'm not wasting money anymore. Let's go. Um, Alekia Sozeki, Solecki, but obviously Dos Santos because Brazilians can have 10 names, apparently. Minus 215 versus uh, Benoit. Benoit, Benoit, Saint Denis, oh, Benoit, Benoit, Saint
0: Denis,
1: Benoit Saint Denis, uh, French plus one seventy two, uh, making his UFC debut, undefeated against Dos Santos, who's been a vet for a long time. Uh, Timbo, you got the call on this one. What do you like here, Bud? What do you like?
0: Uh so I have done my my due diligence on this fight. There you and, go. Um, I think I might be going dog hunting here. Woo! Um I, granted this guy St. Denise is making his UFC debut and uh you know I haven't I haven't seen any tape of him mm-hmm. but he's been an absolute force on the regional scene Um, 25 years old young man I know you know we always see this one he's from France so I'm like uh, I don't want to do that but France. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt <laughs> um, just because we know how France fighters are yep. and uh no disrespect to the country of France. But yeah, man. I'm just this is one of those feeler bets where uh we might we might have someone good in our hands as far as a, a rookie to the UFC. And um DeSantis, I mean he's got some pretty good wins. Sean Strickland, Max Griffin, Amari, Akhmedov, last one being not that really good. Um <laughs> Give
1: me the dog. Get Plus dog. 172, give me the dog. Give it dog. Christian, we dogging it, babe, or we going with the old vet? What do you like here? Man,
2: I actually really like this fight. I mean, you got the Capoeira Dos Santos. He won his last fight. Let's not lie either. He beat Muslim Salakov. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> and I bet, I bet Muslim Salakov. I, I had
1: Muslim too, and I won, so I, I, I'm not yeah. going to turn my back on the guy. Actually, yeah. I don't I don't well, have a really strong memory of that fight, but
2: it was much more boring than we all expected. Right, like right. We right. Fireworks. Maybe so that's space. why I didn't
1: remember it, because it wasn't like because you expect like all yeah. these dudes are gonna kick each other's fucking heads off.
2: Yeah, it was uh it was like I think the first it might have been the first fight Island card. Um So yeah, I mean the thing is uh Saint Denis is really sub-robust. I think he's got like I mean he's all finishes and what one knockout and then mm. all the rest subs. Um, I didn't look to see how early they are, but um, easy Dos Santos has been subbed twice in 29 fights and his level of competition is ridiculously higher. I wouldn't be surprised if Dos Santos subs St. Denis. I mean, you know this guy's going to be going balls out like that, uh, what, Lacerda or De Silva, whatever he likes to go by. I mean, I kind of see this fight similar to that one. So this is one where I'm pretty confident in Dos Santos. Back to back, highly confident picks in Brazilians. Um, look, uh, he's eight and oh, but I mean that's in Brave. Yeah. Like so what? I mean so what? Yeah, I mean, shit, give me Dos Santos second round, just like uh, there you go, calling what a was shot. His name last week that took down uh, Jeff Molino. O- o- yeah, o- o- it's, gonna, it's gonna go down like that.
1: I like that pick. Yeah, I I had no idea who the Saint uh, Saint Denis guy is. Looked up on him. Heavy grappler. Wild strike. Seems to be pretty strong in there for the weight. Um, his wrestling and grappling isn't, like, super great. It's very, like, I'm going to wear on you. But, like, as far as, like, technique-wise, I'm not, like, overblown. I feel like he's missed some positions in some fights. He's 8 no, so he's not, like, lighting the world on fire. But, you know, he's got an undefeated record. He's fought some okay guys. Nothing great. Dos Santos is not known to be a grappler. I'm sure he's a fucking black belt. You know what I mean? But he's, he's a striker. Um Saint Denis always strikes to set up his takedowns because he's not a world-class wrestler. So he's gonna have to strike with Zolecki. And Zolecki likes to be patient. He likes to be, he likes to set up his strikes, but he's got power. He knocked out Sean Strickland. I think the only guy to ever do that. Um so give me give me Dos Santos here. I don't have much else to say. You know, I get googly eyes from new guys, and I want to be googly eye for Saint Denis. I went at plus 172 with with an open mind, but um, I just think he's a little too wild on the feet, a little too vulnerable. And if it gets to the ground, I don't think he's like lights out. I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue unless Dos Santos gasses. So uh, chalk play for me, and we're moving on. Albert Durev, minus 340 versus Roman Kapalov, plus 260. Uh, Who was that? I think it's Christian's turn here. Champ, champ daddy. This is an interesting fight. That's all I'm going to say. Mike's yours. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, this is one of those ones where it's like, I can't remember, like, you know, Dariah, Kapilov. I'm like, I can't remember. So, today at work, I just fired up uh, Manpreet, a.k.a. your boy on Twitter, MMA, and listened to this thing twice. I am all over Dariah. He is going to dominate this fight. Kapilov's been subbed by Roberson. man. Duraev is, uh, yeah, uh, from uh, sources I trust, is good and is going to dominate. Uh, I mean, there is a little risk. I, you know, I did wiki cap it a bit. Uh, Kapilov's got knockout power, and all three of Dariyev's losses are by KO. But sources I trust are big on Dariyev, and in turn, I am too.
1: There you go. Um, here's a source for you. Oh, love, baby! Hey! <laughs> Uh, no, listen, I was all over Kapilov in his debut against Roberson. He completely gassed out. Roberson is a black mean, He's not like world-class on the ground, but I mean, he he has some submissions. Pretty embarrassing that he lost because he didn't do much. And then he sat out all of COVID. He's been gone forever. Durev, coming from the contender series, right, hasn't really made a shot in the UFC yet. He's got some good records, but he's been knocked out before. He's been touched. He's the kind of guy that strikes me as like, hey, I'm going to get to the ground, but if my shit doesn't work, if I can't get this submission to work, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking just freak out and then I'm gonna I'm gonna be forced to Copy love I think is a little underrated. I, I think the Robertson is why we're getting this price. Before that, he was undefeated. He looked really good elsewhere. Um, young kid, strong kid. I think I would like to hope that he knows what the fuck he's getting into with this guy. It's gonna be this guy's diving at your legs. He's gonna take you down. He's gonna try to submit you. Plus two sixty against a guy coming off the contender series, which historically. Usually those guys don't do super well. I mean, you know, um, and he's got a lot of hype, too. He's got a cool topology pitcher. He's got a tons of fights outside the UFC. Um, people loved him. You know, people were all over him. I remember Locker Night, the greatest minds, one of the greatest minds in the sport, has all over him. I just can't bet him at minus 340. And, and you give me Kopilof, who I think is getting undervalued because of his lone performance in the UFC, which wasn't great. I think he's going to rebound here. I think he's going to rebound well, and and uh, hopefully finish Durev. because that's the only way I see him winning. I don't see him winning the decision. I think the play here is if you want to touch two sixty, it's a great number, but I think maybe a finish because Durev has been finished before. Kopilov is, is is a pretty good striker, so give me the dog here, Kopilov. Timbo, what you got, babe?
0: This is tough. Both of you guys just uh, presented that very eloquently. Thank you. Thank and. You. Yeah, Durov has been finished three times. and But this was like, we're talking like seven, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Can't fix that chin, baby, um,
1: unless you're Andre Losky.
0: Facts. And you know, you know that. That dude fixed but, um, it. He did something. I hate, like, I mean, law's like, UFC debut looks so bad. But um, I'm going to rock with the dog here. Hey. I do agree with the, with the chin issues, man. It's uh no, you don't just fix that. And right. it was like three times in a row he got knocked out. And um his probably competition went down substantially after that. I'm just assuming. So um Kapilov can is is a great striker, so I'm a, I'm gonna go with him.
1: Yeah. And then I will I will advise for the listeners here, um the the play that I would play. Uh, again, don't listen to me when it comes to props, but kind of listen to me, is maybe Durev by first round finish. I think if he, if he's going to win this fight, it's going to be decision or it's going to be early. Could be early second round or whatever, but I see him coming out aggressive. He's very confident right now. And Kopilov again, it has got that ugly loss and that glaring submission loss against a guy who's not good. Um, so I can see why people are steaming Durev. But, you know, tides are turning. All right, next up, <clears throat> we have Zubair Tukagov. Can never get this guy's name right. Khabib's guy, right? Took a couple shots at Conor McGregor in the cage. Sound familiar? Minus one seventy-two versus Ricardo Ramos, plus one forty. Uh, I lead here. I'm going to keep this simple. I, I don't love this fight. I think we Ramos. One of the more overrated guys in the UFC. I don't think he's great. His record is, is kind of weird to me. I can't believe he's 16 and three. Every time I feel like I see this guy, he's losing. Even when he wins a decision, I feel like he's losing. Uh, is again, uh, one of the Khabib guys who I don't think all that good. He gasses pretty quick. His wrestling's okay. His striking's pretty good in the first round. He comes at you like a fucking bat out of hell. He's got a couple first round knockouts. But as the fight goes longer, he's not great. Ramos is just not good off his back. He's been finished off his back. Uh Subara is gonna take him down and and can finish him off his back. I think I think this is an easy, easy layup for Subara here. Um he's gotta have a lot of fans in Abu Dhabi with the Muslim population over there, these Russian guys, Dagestani guys. I, I believe Trigov is Chechnyan, but um these guys are just stars over there, and I and I think this is gonna be kind of a layup for him. Um and I'm not I've never been a Ramos fan. I I I don't care for him. And and as as far as I'm concerned. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about him. Timbo, what do got?
0: Home field advantage. Give him to me. It's, there you uh, go. As you said, Rambo's not good off his back. He's already been finished by one. Nermaga made off back in the day. So, uh, yeah, give me to off.
1: There you go. Christian, I'm interested because you didn't really seem to be, like, kind of nodding your head with what I was saying. I feel like he might be going doggy here. What's up, man?
2: i think i'm going to wow i don't i don't love either of these guys no this i don't neither do of I. Few, yeah every, every fight i've looked into like these russians that i don't know a ton about um just a little bit that i've done i'm like oh this looks like a good fight this looks like a good fight i don't love this one um yeah i'm gonna take the dog because i i it's a coin flip to me just mm-hmm. everything i know about both of them i think they're both mediocre their skill sets like They line up so equally. I mean, they're both kind of pitter-patter, both decent grapplers. Both have like, you know, both have hype, just different kinds. I mean, one's Khabib's guy, one was a hype train, you know, coming up. Um, yeah, I, I I don't love the fight. It's going to go the distance. (laughs) I mean, I guess if the thing is it's in Russia, so I probably, well, uh, it's,
1: it's in, it's in Abu Dhabi.
2: I, Abu Dhabi, I mean, yeah, but either way, they're yeah. gonna. I mean, yeah, no, I,
1: I got you. It's home field yeah. advantage.
2: that's. Um, it's, I I just I see it going to decision. I see it as a coin flip, so I'll take the dog money on it. There um, you go. I'm not even. I'm not gonna bet. Ricardo Hamos. I I don't have a whole lot of interest in this. You know, I bet every single fight. I don't know what I'll do yet, but um, I uh, yeah, it's. Maybe it might be my least favorite fight on the card for some it's, reason. It's
1: not, it's not my favorite. I'm surprised it's this high up. Every other fight, there's a lot of question marks because people are debuting and, and, and or we haven't seen them in a while, and there's some really good matchups, and this fight's like, oh, Khabib's buddy's there. Let's throw him on there. Hasbula's going to be in the crowd. He probably likes this guy, so, uh, so let's get him on there. But, yeah, I don't like this fight myself. All right, moving on. Next up, we got a lady fight here. A high, high level lady fight. I love this fight myself. Oh, God. Amanda Hibos, minus 158, versus Vina Jandaroba, plus 128. There was a different picture of Jandaroba I could have used. I wanted that curly hair, I needed that curly hair. Uh, she's the dog here, um, Timbo. You got the lead with the with the ladies here. He boss coming off her only UFC loss, and Jan Jerobo, um coming off a win, I think, but she does have a loss recently to Mackenzie Dern. What do you like it, here, buddy? She
2: beat that that Japanese girl.
1: Yeah, there you go. Think, so she is coming guess, off. Yeah, she
2: busted her
0: arm in
1: half. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Kanako.
0: Yeah, Kanako Murata. snapped it, man. Yeah. It is. Um, I was impressed with the. Uh... Janji because she did go to distance with Mackenzie Dern. Um, which you know, who's obviously one of the, the top female prospects that that's not at the actual top. Um She's my top prospect. But uh <laughs> Max, She she's up there. Yeah. Her, what's her what's her name? Cho Uh no, no, Kay Hansen. What's
1: her name, Kay Hansen? Yeah, Kay Hansen. She she started OnlyFans and she's oiling her butt up and stuff. And that's cool. Get your money, Kay. But you know, she's young. Yeah, man. Give me Joe JoJo is young too, but whew. Yeah. I, think, I think she I don't know if she's dating Marab. Because Marab, I love Marab, but he's an ugly little dude. If she's dating mm-hmm. Marab, man, something something's wrong in the world. Yeah. She's so, always
2: hanging
1: out with Tuporia. So that's probably. I'm oh, is sure. banging a mom, man. That guy slings it. Um. All right. Sorry, Timbo. Go ahead. Break down this fight for us.
0: You're good. I mean, uh, I just honestly think Amanda Hibas is is the more well-rounded fighter. Um, you know, she was the big the big prospect as well coming out, mm-hmm. and obviously she she did get kind of uh, you know, she had that train derailed when she got fucked up by Marina Rodriguez. But um, you know, this isn't Marina Myri- Rodriguez by any means. This is Janjir Boba, Janjiroba, who. By the looks of that picture, may not be able to see straight. So I'm going to go with Amanda
1: Ebus. <laughs> she's got a wonky eye. She's got a wonky eye. There, there's no doubt about that. But you know, wonky eyes are cool. I got a little bit of a wonky eye. Uh, Christian, who does yeah, have a eye. Won- I don't think you do. I think I do. I was uh, a little quick story time. I was dating a girl in high school, and her friend hated me because I, thought I was mean to her. And she's like, "Yeah, well, you're cross-eyed," and I'm or you have a lazy eye. I told me I have a lazy eye, and I remember like. What? I like hurt my. I went home told my mom. I was like, oh fucking lazy eye. This girl said I had lazy eye. I was so insecure about. it. But not not as wonky as that hurt. She looks like she got kicked in the head by a horse. Uh, Christian, who you got, bud? I'm curious because I feel like you got some really strong takes in in the heavyweight fights, and I feel like you're really hot with the women fight as well. The female fights you do pretty well. So what we got here, bud?
0: Man,
2: this is I really like both. These are I mean two of probably my top. Five favorite women's fighters. I mean, now that Joanna's gone, I gotta find a new favorite. So, mm-hmm. um, well, Hebos really. Uh, I was so confident uh, when she fought Marina Rodriguez. Um, obviously, she got knocked the fuck out. Um, Pollyanna, Diana knocked her out. Those are her only two losses. The thing is, Verna's not gonna knock her out. I mean. You know, her and Mackenzie Dern had an equal striking battle. And I'm not going to go, like, MMA math, but Hibosh is going to be better on the feet. Um, Verna's getting better. Um, obviously, if she gets it to the ground, I, I mean, she's, she's probably a better jujitsu player. Um, but Hibosh has never been subbed before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, she just has those two knockouts. I don't see <clears throat> Verna knocking, you know, Verna knocking her out. Um, you know, the thing is, it's hard to tell how good... Ibosh's takedown defense is because it's so inflated from that Mackenzie Dern fight. Like I have to go crunch all the numbers, but mm-hmm. Tim said it perfectly and that's how I look at this fight. Uh, I think Ibosh is the more well-rounded fighter. Um, I think she can hold her own on the ground against Verna and I think she can win on the feet. Um, I, I'm not sure I I don't know who's the better wrestler. Um, I don't know if Verna can get it to the ground and it starts on the feet. So I'm going to go with Amanda here. I hope she doesn't break my heart again. I will be betting it. Um, yeah, I'd probably by decision. I, mm-hmm. I don't see a finish in this one. Vern is tough as fuck. Right. Um, so, yeah, I like a, he watched my decision here. I just I think, God, kind of like Sung Woo Chu last week. I think she's really well rounded. Song <laughs> we Woo Chu.
1: Woo Choi. We did not say Woo Choi. You know, I said that <laughs> on the podcast. We, we did not. I did. Yeah, Timbo did. I fucking did not. Um,
2: everybody, everybody I've heard is on Verna. Like any, anybody I listen to and anybody yeah. I respect is on Verna. I don't know if it's because the lines are so wide and they're just picking a dog. Sure. Because um, I, I do see he is the better fighter. So yeah, I'm going to take her and I'm going to better.
1: Well, hopefully I'm someone you respect I'm on Verna as well. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. I don't have the best reasoning because you guys nailed it on the head. You guys are 100% right. He-Boss is the more well-rounded fighter. There's some question marks though because Jandaroba is lights out on the ground. Mackenzie Dern is the best jujitsu practitioner on the ground. And they had a stalemate, right? That says a lot about how good Janja Roba is. She took someone's arm home with her the last time she fought, um, and a Manny. is coming off that loss, but that was against a striker. She does have a little bit of a chin issue. Obviously she's been knocked out twice in her young MMA career. Janja Roba is not going to knock her out. Janja Roba is a little wild. She wants to go in for takedowns. Her wrestling is getting better. It's average, but her, her cardio is great. Um, He boss has a lot of more question marks, even though she's the more talented fighter right now on paper, there's still some question marks. Like what can, can she handle herself on the ground? Everyone on American Top Team says this girl's the best. I mean, her personality is infectious. Her cheeks were out on the Embedits, on Abu Dhabi. You got to love that. She's a pretty girl. She's a rising star. You know, Dana White loves her. She just needs to start winning. This is a tough fight. This is a really ugly fight because Roba isn't that markable. I don't think she speaks the best English. I mean, she's, she's definitely not a looker. Her cheeks aren't coming out anytime soon. So... um, but I, yeah, it's just a weird gut feeling I have, you know, I, I did my proper research, but every time I kept coming back to this fight, I just was like, I, you know, as much as I want to be on Hebos cause she is the better fighter. I just feel like Jane Jaroba has that one aspect that we haven't seen a Hebos yet. And when you're giving me plus money on it, I got to take a swing, you know, so I'm, I'm going to take the dog here. I'm going to take Jane Jaroba. not the most confident in it. Um, but you know, I think it's going to be a competitive fight regardless. I think it's going to be a really good fight. I can I, you know, uh, I, I, I don't see He-Boss getting knocked out, but I could see her getting submitted because we don't know that part of a game. But if I had to put a money on a prop, even though I can't win a fucking prop, it's going to be Ginger um, Robo by decision. So that's it. All right, main card time, boys. This fight.
0: Eating taters.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this fight. I feel like Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Oh Magomed and 340 versus Volkan. Ozdemir plus 260. Oh, Volkan coming back. Haven't seen him since his knockout loss to Yuri Prohazka. Prohazka. is a fucking wild man. Uh, Volkan has hair now. I think he might have switched camps. I don't really remember if he did or not. Uh, something happened. I believe he might still be in South Florida at Stanford. But um, I feel like I heard something. I don't know the details there. Love this fight. This is, the. I mean, Ant Kalev has is a guy I've been on for a long, long time. I think he is an absolute fucking stud. And we're, we this is, Vulcans become kind of the benchmark here. So um, I believe it's uh, Christian's turn here, right? Timbo went, Christian went, I went. Yeah, Christian, you go here, babe. Uh, kick off the main card with this light heavyweight fight.
2: Yeah, uh, this is this is a cool fight. I like this a lot. Um, everybody loves Aunt Goliath. I don't know. I just haven't seen it. I like. I know he beat beat up Iwan Kutalaba. I He just never impresses me. I, and I, you know, I don't break things down technically. I don't I don't look at what type of punches they throw. You know, I watch it and absorb it all. And I'm just not impressed with the overall body of work. I mean, I don't put a whole lot into Vulcan's loss to Yuri because I think he's going to be champion this time next year. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't fault him for that. He looked awesome in the first round. Um, yeah, you know, he, he does have a shitty gas tank and I don't, I mean, what <clears throat> his uh, his ankle I've ever been finished just once, right? He got yeah.
1: Paul blocks. Craig triangle and was only lost. Oh,
2: okay. Oh yeah. The last, last second. second yeah. Yeah. And he was winning that fight. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm not seeing. I just have never, I think I'm the only person not on the hype train. I'm just sitting alone at the terminal. Yeah. Um, I think this line is wide especially at light heavyweight and with Vulcan's power um, I, I'm gonna take the shot here I, I don't think ink is as good as this line I don't see what everybody else is seeing I probably am just an idiot um but I'm gonna take Vulcan I'm gonna take him to finish this fight um, we're gonna see some no time I mean thank right had, no yeah. yeah I think you're gonna see no time. I just when I look at Vulcan's losses, I'm like no shame, no. Sh-. I mean, yes. he is. You said it really well. He's like the benchmark, mm-hmm. and I everybody thinks Angle is the next champ. I think he's the next. I don't know, number five, number like the next Anthony Smith, maybe
0: a little better than that, but. <laughs> You know, maybe I rock. Hey, don't be disrespecting Anthony Smith.
1: Now. Anthony Smith, yeah, you know, turn of the Mac. Uh, Christian, you said everything. You know, I agree with the line. I think this line's a little, little wide because everyone like me sees Ankaliyev as the next superstar. Right? He's, he's he's very good, but I will disagree with. I mean, the guy, the guy's got it. Right? He's got it. Um, it's okay that you don't see that. I see that with tons of fighters. I I just don't see it sometimes when everyone else is on them. Uh, this this line is wide though. Vulcan has incredible power. His wrestling is getting better. That was obviously a big problem after the DC. I mean, he got a title fight after three fights at DC. They threw him, they threw him in there with the Wolves. Um, and you know, he's got a win over Alexander Rekik, which was very, very close. The guy's durable, right? Um, he's only been knocked out once, and that was to Yuri Perhaska, who's a fucking absolute stud. Think about Magamov and Kalayev is he has proven in the UFC like I got fucking hands and I got um some wrestling. I got, I got that fucking mm-hmm. Sambo. Like cardio his last time out against uh, Nikita Kralov. Wasn't something I, I, I necessarily thought was like a great thing, right? His cardio looked a little weak, but with in me, I really don't think you have to worry about your cardio. As long as you get out of that first round without taking big shots, I think you're okay. Volkan is a little bit cleaner of a version than I and Kutalaba and Ankalayev held him, Great Volkan Ozdemir has relied on his chin most of his fights. He's very hittable. Ankalaya throws some beautiful straight punches, good kicks, and then has and has that fucking sambo, that wrestling if, if he needs it. Um, I'm all over Ankalaya here. I've been on him for a while. I can't go against him. I will agree with Christian that it is a little wide here. I can see why people are gonna take some shots at Ozdemir at plus 260 at light heavyweight. I mean, these guys hit just as hard as heavyweights. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I mean, maybe not Francis Agagno, but light heavyweight dudes are 230 pounds cutting down to 205. These dudes fucking crack. Um, So, yeah, it could easily, and they're more athletic and faster. So, uh, easily, Vulcan could catch them. Um, But I'm all over Ekulayev here. I always have been. Give me Ekulayev. Very confident in this pick. Timbo, who you got here, babe?
0: I'm on Ekulayev as well. And, And that's no disrespect to Ozdemir. Uh, he, he is turned into the gatekeeper. Um, you know, and, and I'm hoping that this fight somehow, I know Jerry's I know a little higher in the rankings than Nikolai, but I need that Yuri versus fucking Nikolai yeah. fight. Yes. That would be ultimate violence. He's in
1: Abu um, Dhabi too. He got his hair because he's the backup for the main event. If something falls out. No shit. Yeah. So if any of these guys got COVID or got hurt or whatever, he's in Abu Dhabi and in, in ready to go. He's sparring trees. <laughs> shit.
0: Wow, yeah, just fucking crazy. Yeah, that's different. Um, but yeah, give me Anchor alive. You know, just just from what I've seen, I understand the Paul Paul Craig loss was, you know, okay, that was yeah. just a shit, a shit uh situation. But since then, he's been yeah, he's been dominant. And even who I hate, but I am high on him. He's tough as fucking nails. And what he did to him was fucking.
1: Yeah, pretty much Murder twice, pretty much twice. Yeah. That one bullshit one. And then, yeah, and Kutilaba is is going down to 85, apparently. Apparently, he's in, like, some crazy good shape. He's like, I can do 85. Um, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head, though. I mean, listen, I think we all can agree the line's a little wide. And with the Paul Craig fight, it's so weird. I've watched it twice. Um, that was obviously his UFC deb- debut, I believe. Um, uh, maybe not, maybe a second fight UFC, but he played it safe. He just only uses wrestling. It's like Paul Craig is chinny. You can catch him, and he just kind of went to prove something. Like, no, I can fucking take this guy down. Fuck his triangle. And then got caught with like a second left, which is brutal. Um, but good pick, Timbo. Glad we're on the same side there. Next fight. The leech, g Ling Lee, uh, plus three ninety versus Cosmat Chemaya, minus minus five fifty. I think he's gone up since I did these lines yesterday. He was in the close in the six hundreds. uh was was on fire at the press conference today. He was talking some shit. The leech, you know, doesn't speak English. He's telling the interpreter, "You're interpreting him wrong." They both were saying they're going to eat each other. Uh, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, I go here. Listen. Timbo, I'm sorry to let you down. You know I always fade Kozmot. Hazmat Smaev. <laughs> I, I'm not on the bandwagon, but listen, I just think th- this is just kind of a cupcake matchup for him. The leech does not have much ground game. Um, Cosmo if he gets on top, it's a fucking problem, and that's what he's going to do. The leech is durable enough on the feet. He's kind of a dirty fighter. He's cheated a few times. He stuck his fingers in people's cuts. Like, the dude will do anything to win. Their stare down was definitely the most heated at the press conference today. Um, I just I've never been impressed with the leech. I've always doubted him. I doubted him his last time out and he fucking won. So uh I'm I'm kinda hoping for a leech thing. This is the one thing where I have trouble with because I think Chamayev. He's good for the sport of MMA. I root for the sport of MMA. That's why I'm such a Conor McGregor fan. Even though he's fucking up left and right, Conor McGregor has, has, has with all his troubles and stuff, has made the UFC that much bigger. I'm always for fighters that make the sport bigger, and Chemayev could do that. People really rally behind this guy. They like him a lot. But skill for skill, I still think there's some question marks for Chemayev. I want to see someone stop his takedown. I want to see him stand up. He knocked out Jared Merskart with one punch. That doesn't count. Um, He's super aggressive. My boy, Chris Curtis, trained with him in Vegas. Chris Curtis, he's never felt anything like this guy before. He's incredibly strong. Um, You know, he's huge for 170, the set 170, obviously. So I'm going to go Chmaev here, minus 550. It's chalky. I like a finish as well. I think he's going to TKO him uh, probably first or second round. The leech is durable and everything, but man... Uh I just he has no wrestling, he has no jujitsu, and, and I just don't know what he's gonna do with this fucking guy on top of him. So sorry, Timbo, I can't fade Chamayam. I know you texted me this week and said you were hoping I would, but I can't do it, man. Who you like, Timbo?
0: I am disappointed because several months ago when uh dev was on this podcast, yes. you and him gave me absolute <laughs> shit for saying that the leech was trash. Are you ever, and now you're preaching are you ever gonna let that go? Never, never. And I was like, "Why are y'all so high on this guy? Like, he's like, is he like that? Because it's news to me." But uh, yeah, so needless to say, I'm on Shmaev as well. So yeah. I won't take up too much time on that. Give go. me the minus five fifty and the uh, I'm t- I, I take him by fucking finish. You know, I think, I think it's gonna be between, a finish. Yeah. You know, I don't know how he's gonna do it, but he's gonna get a finish. Maybe I get like minus two fifty on that, minus three hundred maybe. That's yeah. minus
2: 175.
1: 175, yeah. Oh no shit. The, okay. fin- the finish is Probably the play. For, yeah, finish is the play for sure. Christian, who you like here, babe?
2: Um, let me start with a hot take. Hot take Rosa is the second, the second best prospect in this division.
1: 170. Who's the first?
2: Shavkat Rockmanov. That's Ooh, my guy. Okay, okay. With that fox hat he wears.
1: I don't hate yeah. that. I like Rockmanov. Yeah. Rockmanov, solid. Yeah. yeah.
2: Prozoros Oliveira Tiago Lacerda. I mean, I don't. Some of I look. I think Kamzat's good. I mean, his wins are well. That I mean, I think Mearshard's good, but those other wins, those guys yeah, are right.
1: Reese McKee, They're both not in the UFC anymore, right? John Phillips yeah. Reese McKee. Yeah, they're not in the UFC. But
2: it doesn't make it doesn't make his performance. Anyway. You know, he they put him in front of him. He takes. He him did out, what like he, he did what he's
1: supposed to do, right? Yeah.
2: And, and he did it in impressive fashion. Right. Um, look, Magny took down the Leech four times. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the only statistic I think that you need to know. If Magny took him down four times, I mean this guy hasn't faced anybody as good as the Leech yet. But I I still see him. That's why I'm going to take that inside the distance. I'm not going to mess with the sub or the the TKO because he's got them both. But right. I think that that minus one seventy five is it's a good line. I'll take it. He's going to win this fight.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. GM three is debatably better than the leech, by the way.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I think be. he's better than the leech for sure. Yeah, yeah. the leech is he has got a lot of hype because he's—he's—he's he's, he's one of the few Chinese fighters that has a personality. A lot of these guys are just fucking doormats, dude. You know what I mean? Like even Zhang Wali is not like—I mean, she's awesome, but she's not like personality. The leech has like a personality. He's emotional, like you know, and he and he's and he's pretty good. He's got some good wins, right? He's having a lot of success. But, yeah, I just, you know, and and that's bringing up Chris Curtis again. You know, I've known Chris for a long time. you stream with a lot of people. I, I've i rarely heard him talk that well about someone else in his division, right? They're both 170 pounds. He didn't say much about them sparring, but but just he said the wrestling and the grappling of this guy is just crazy. And he was a cool guy. He said he's a cool guy. Like, he seems like kind of a cocky prick. Like, today, he seemed like a cocky prick at the press conference, probably because he only knows limited English. But, Sometimes being a cocky prick is what you need. And uh, you know, fuck it. You know, I think he's I think he's a talented dude. All right, next up, heavyweights fight that I I actually for some reason just don't give a shit about. Uh Alexander Volkov uh minus 290 versus Marcin Tybura plus 225. Uh Timbo, you got the big boys here. Um right? Is it you or is it me? I don't know. Timbo go. Uh heavyweights. You know, what do you think about this fight? Am I am I, am I missing something or do you just not care either? Um, I'm not
0: too big on it. Um, Marcin tabira is on a nice little run. Granted, he's beat pretty fucking trash opponents. Yeah, and that includes Walt Harris. <laughs> but, Dude, that's uh,
2: the worst winning streak in all of the Yeah, NCAA I mean football. it's
0: Greg Hardy, Ben Rothwell, Walt Harris, Maxim Grisham, and Sergey Spivak. Like that's that's pretty goddamn awful. It's not great. Um, and you got to look at fights like. I mean, Stefan Struve fight, for instance. I see a lot of similarities in Stefan Struve and Volkov. Obviously, the reach and Tabira seems to. I'm, I'm not certain of what his reach is, but he seems to be a short, stout guy. If I'm not mistaken, what's his reach? He's pretty tall. 78. I don't know. Damn, it's- I don't yeah. know.
1: He's six three. Yeah, he's a, he's a big boy. I don't know what his reach is, but yeah. I mean, he's he's. he's I mean, Volkov's gonna have in the reach, but yeah, Volkov's seven yeah. foot.
0: but he's eighty one. Yeah,
1: but um, you know.
0: I think this is going to stay on the feet, which is exactly what Volkov wants, and he's going to pick him apart and probably get a finish in, like, round two. So well, I'll go Volkov, Vol- minus 290.
1: Volkov's the pick for Timbo. Christian, this is your specialty here, heavyweights, babe. What do you like?
0: Yeah,
2: I think this one's easy. I think Volkov is going to steamroll him. This is a very – I'm going to parlay this every which way possible. I mean, there's two parlay pieces I really, really like on this card. One of them we haven't got to yet. Ooh. Um, I love Volkov. I this is they are not on the same level. Like I that like that winning streak is just like I Tim was saying. It's so bad. I, when I watch these guys, don't look like it, it looks like a UFC fighter and like a LFA fighter. Like just I, they're not the same. Volkov is gonna kill him. I that number is fine with me. I didn't even I haven't even looked at the props on it yet. You know I love props and parlays. I don't, even, I don't even think I even do straight bets unless they're underdogs. Um, yeah. I, 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 it's, I don't know. It's It's just a big boy fight, and one of these big boys is way better than the other one. I, I've never thought Tybura was good. Um, I, I think even if he gets him down, he'll be able to get back up. That's Volkov all day. I, I'm curious to hear what you have to say if you disagree, but you'll lose money if you do disagree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I... I, I uh... I do disagree. Fuck. I, oh, I mean, well, listen. Shit. Yeah, I listen. Uh I'm not high on any of these guys. I'm not going to I'm not going to play any of these. If you're listening, bet yo know, listen to Christian or whatever, but 225 Volkov to me feels like he has a big weakness and that's getting put on the ground on his back. Curtis Blaze did it many times. Alexander uh or excuse me. Um uh, uh, also did it. A Few other guys have did it. Um I like Tabur here. I think is gonna get him on the ground and, and he's heavy on top. He's not great. His stand-up's weak, his his chin's weak, his winning streaks weak, even though he does got a win over Greg Hardy, which is boop boop, boop, boop Timbo's boy. Um but Oh, they gave they gave Greg Hardy a layup going against fucking Alexi
0: Olinick in a few weeks. Yeah. But continue, uh, sorry.
1: no, I, I don't have much to say. Christian just I should have went before Christian because He's the heavyweight whisper, and he just shit all over my pick. My pick's Sabora. <laughs> but again, I'm not. I'm not overly confident. I'm not gonna bet this fight. I do like the number. And if I live, this is a live bet situation, because I mean Volkov could come out and have like improved his takedown offense and just pick apart Tabora. But if Tybora gets on top, that's a heavy boy on top of you. Volkov isn't a submission threat. He, you know, he, he works to get he works to get up a little bit. But I just think Tybora, if he has Carter, he can do that for three rounds. It could be a, it could be an issue. Don't love the fight myself, but uh I, I'm gonna pick Tybora Sorry, Christian, letting you down. Here we go. Islam Makerchev. -650 versus Dan Hooker plus 460. I love this fight. Dan Hooker stepping up on short notice. Christian, you go here, babe. This is a this is a big one for the lightweight division, I think.
2: Yeah. Um this was who was Markachev originally supposed to fight?
1: Um a eh, bu- 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 Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's a better fight.
2: Yeah, I I've always kind of doubted Hooker. Um, obviously, the line is super wide, and I, you know, Makhachev has always been impressive. Hooker was really impressive his last time out. Um, I, I don't. How much is there really to say? I think everybody listening to this knows a lot about these two fighters. Um, you know, the line is too probably a little bit too wide here. I mean, Makachev has gotten knocked out before. Um, Hooker, I think, is by far. Like, far and away the best fighter that he's ever faced. Um, Hooker's a great striker. His grappling's okay. I mean, obviously, that Dagestan gets on top of you, and, you know, it's, like, not as good. Little Khabib here. Um, I'm going to pick Makachev, but betting-wise, you can get Hooker via knockout at plus 1,100 on DraftKings right now. Yes! So, I'll probably have Makachev in some parlays. I think the only way Hooker wins, the only way is by knockout. So, uh, you know, I'll put that Makachev chalk. I think he does win by decision. I think he just does just grind them. But if Hooker catches him, I mean, he could finish him And a plus 1100. You know, I'll we're knock, eating the night, boys.
1: Out. We're eating the night with that one.
2: Yeah. So, I, I, I the pick is Makachev. Um, but yeah, I, I will have, uh, i oh, will have a little sprinkle on it. Hey, that. A little, a little, little cakes. Under, I mean a little cupcakes I don't even on him. The hooker hooker KO round one. I don't know what that is, but um I you know I'm gonna put a little I like Dan Hooker. So there you go. i mm-hmm. I think he's a man for stepping up here.
1: And there you go. Send him home. Send him home early. I'm going Danny Hooker all the way here, baby. Hey. Oh, I got it. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Plus four sixty. Listen, Makachev, I think. It has it had a pretty easy run. Tiago Moises finishing Tiago Moises was fucking impressive, right? Makachev, unlike Khabib, when Khabib's run, he really wasn't finishing it, but he was just dominating. Makachev has better submissions to Khabib, doesn't have the best standup. He has been knocked out before. Dan Hooker, City kickboxing, we haven't really seen Dan Hooker fight grapplers. Like, Ally Quinta tried to take him down a few times, Dan Hooker stuffed all those. Ally Quinta is not Makachev, right? He's fought Gilbert Burns, knocked Gilbert Burns out. That was last, you know, Gilbert Burns at 155 is a different Gilbert Burns than at 170. So there's a lot of questions to be had here. Dan Hooker won this fight. He's been calling out Makachev for a while. City kickboxing, they have a good record against really strong wrestlers like this. Dan Hooker also has a really nice guillotine. He's only finished it one time. Those long arms, though, is pretty fucking nice to wrap up a neck. Makachev is a little more submission-aware than Khabib was. Khabib would put his head in there. I mean, the Dustin Poirier fight, that was a fucking tight guillotine. Um, There's another fight I can't remember with Khabib that was pretty tight. But the biggest issue would be... I got a fucking gnat in here. It keeps hitting me in the face. Goddamn gnat. The biggest issue would be if, if Makachev just takes Hooker down and dominates him. Hooker is a really long guy for this division. Uh Makachev cuts a lot of weight as well. Cardio has never been an issue. He went four rounds with Moises, and so the cardio is not gonna be an issue here. I think the cardio would probably favor Islam, but I can't touch 650, not even a parlay. I love that this guy's getting steamed. I think he's the guy at 155. No one wants to fight. I'm so happy Hooker stepped up and was like, fuck it. Like I want to be champion. I'm eventually going to have to fight this guy. Why not? Let me fight him now while I'm in shape. Stayed in Vegas, you know. There's talks about them moving to Vegas because New Zealand's, you know, going crazy with the lockdowns. But listen, you give me 460, you give me 1100 with a finish. Uh, I'm liking Dan Hooker. He can land a knee. His knee's brutal. That's how he knocked out Gilbert Burns. Makachev goes in, gets kneed in his fucking face. Um, that's a problem, right? And Dan Hooker seems very confident. I, I like confidence, especially going against a killer like Makachev. Now, after round one, his confidence could go out the window, but uh, four sixty. I mean, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Four sixty and eleven hundred with the finish, which Christian already said. The only way he's gonna win is a finish. He's not winning decision. So give me Hooker, give me the finish, give me the points. Um, I don't want to touch Makachev, Uh, even though this is a big win, this could be a big win for him. I mean, he's beating everybody, and and I'm I'm excited to you know see what he does. I mean, Khabib left the division. Now we got like another one. So let's see here.
0: And I'll take that as my cue to pick Makachev.
1: Whoa! Um, I thought you were yeah. me, man.
0: No, no, no. I mean, Hooker does have like I, he he has the two knee finishes on his on his career. He's got a head kick finish. I mean, he he has the tools to do it. But um, I just think you know Islam knows that. You know, he, I think he's just going to be calculated with his takedowns, and when he goes for him, he's going to go all in and fucking leg hump him and sniff his crotch for. 15 minutes, and that's how I was going to get a victor. So, uh, Christian, do you have the props pulled up? Can we see what a Makachev is by decision?
2: Yeah, it is
0: minus 200.
2: Uh, Makachev via decision is uh, even money anywhere from minus 115
0: to plus 105. Yeah, I might rock with that because Hooker is tough, you know. Granted, he's had he's had chin issues. And he obviously got killed by Barboza, but he's a tough dude. Like that, the war with Dustin Poirier, man, like getting some fucking shots and, and survived it. So, uh, yeah. and Islam doesn't have that type of power on the feet. So yeah. I think, you know, it's just a drag out long 15
1: minutes of watching Islam hump his legs. So yeah. give me Makachev, unfortunately. Yeah, this is, there's just so many questions because Hooker's never fought a wrestler like this, he's never fought a grappler, and he's long and he's lean and, and he's been training for that. He has his own school and he, and and you know and like I said he's got a fucking nasty guillotine win on his record against a fucking average dude. But um yeah there's just a lot of like I love this fight because there's just so much to be unknown. Uh, Makachev obviously on paper he's might have 650 The Vegas is steaming him but and he's looked great, but this is a huge step up in competition, and, and Hooker's going to hit him. Hooker's going to fucking test that chin. You know, his, his only lone loss is by knockout of Adrian Martins, who was built like Hooker. who was a danger striker as well, caught him early. Maybe not. Uh, Adrian Martins was more explosive than Hooker. Hooker's more little methodical with it with this stuff, but that knee, that knee is is something that you know I'm I'm fucking curious about. And when I'm getting four to one on my money, I like it. When I'm getting eleven to one on my money, I like it. Um but listen, this is this is a way game for Hooker. I mean Islam Mokachev got the biggest fucking pop at the at the uh press conference today. I mean they love this guy. This is reason why it's high up in the card and um, and, and they're pushing the shit out of him. Like, and it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. Like, Khabib, whenever, before Khabib won the title, everyone kind of felt like he was going to be kind of done. And then his dad died, and then he was like, okay, I'm done. Um, it feels like Makachev's like, no, dude, I'm fucking here. Like, good luck. And you look at you look at uh, 155 pounds, I would love to see a Makachev-Oliver fight on the ground. Because we kind of already seen Makachev and Poirier. Mm. If you watch Khabib, I mean, I don't think Poirier... You know, could really stop the takedown on Makacha. But, uh, you know, Charles Alvarez fucking lights out with his jiu-jitsu. So that, that's something that's interesting here. <laughs> Co-main event, fight I'm looking forward to the most. This is my main event. Um, Petra Yan, minus 265 versus Corey Sanhagen. He is a plus 205. Sanhagen's line is moving like crazy. I've seen him down to 190. I've seen him high as 225, 210. Awesome fight. Awesome fight here. I lead the dance. Thank God. Oh, so this is the topest fight for me to pick because I like Corey Sanhagen. I think his striking's really good. Petra Yon, you know, um has struggled in some fights before. He's, you know, he's lost. What someone's eating their microphone? What is that? Is that you so much? Oh know. So there's crumpling. Never mind. Um Petriano has lost some of the earlier rounds. Like you look at the Aljamain Sterling fight, like he, he was finding his timing in that fight and, and wasn't doing well. And then you look at the uh, Jose Aldo fight in the beginning, he was getting pieced up. He finds his way. I feel like if he starts slow with Corn Sagan, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a fucking huge problem. Cause this dude can strike. His movement's great. His kicks are great. His knees are great. His timing's really good. Um, the biggest threat though that people don't ever bring up with Jan is he lands takedowns almost every fight. He took down Aljamain Sterling a bunch of times. He took down Aldo twice. He took down Jimmy Rivera. This guy mixes up really well and he looks to be in fucking incredible shape this week. He seems angry about the Aljo. He should still be champion in his mind. Um, and Corey Sanhagen got this on a little late notice, but I think he matches up well with Jan. I, I think he matches up bad with Aljo, but it matches up well with Jan. So this is... Probably the best case scenario for Sanhagen. I wish I could take the dog at plus 20, 205 or whatever he ends up at. I just can't. I like Sanhagen, but I just, I, I fade Petrion too much. I picked him against Aljo, but I picked him against, I picked Aldo against him. I believe I had Rivera against him. I just never really was sold on him, and now I am because he's a fucking ruthless killer in there. Give me Petrion here, minus 265. Um, I think he's going to, you know, win the title, but still be champion, whatever you want to call it. So give me Yon Timbo. What do you got, babe?
0: San Hagen's a dork. Um <laughs> But with that said, I don't like him. I just think he just gets on there. It's just the way he presents himself and everything else about him. Did you but, hold on?
1: Hunter, did you hear his little quote today? He's been reading the village. Yeah. He's been shit. reading like history books. Like Yon Aljamain's village is on fire. TJ retreat retreat. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Quit reading your
0: books. Dork, nerd, as I've been calling him since I've known about him. Geek. But his his knees are fucking pretty incredible. Like, the way he times those knees, and I don't care how tough you are, bro. Like, a knee is a very fucking hard bone in your body. You can go with a lot of velocity. Tough take. So, you know, I'm hoping Jan doesn't fucking get too confident. I am going with Jan, um, but I'm hoping he doesn't get too confident and – Try to get in too close and and get get hit with one of those knees. But with that said, I think he's the the better overall fighter, so I'm going to take Jan.
1: Pastor Jan, we're on Jan. Kirsten, what do you got, babe?
2: Man, this—I mean, you said it, but yeah, this this is the people's main event right uh-huh. here. This—I mean, this is a phenomenal fight. Both these guys mm-hmm. coming off wins, um, pretty clear wins. <laughs> 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 yeah, this. So I got yeah, you. Both should be coming off wins. I got you. Um. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch this. I, I kind of hope it goes a long time. I think it will too. I um, think so too. So the thing about Piotr Jan is he's anytime he has struggled. I mean, he has this aura of invincibility about mm-hmm. him. Like, and I'm not sure if it's that deserved. Like Dodson pushed him pretty good. Mm-hmm. He pushed the pace on him. You know, uh, Rivera. Jose Aldo in the early part of the fight. Mm-hmm. Aljamain was up on the scorecards in that fight. I personally disagree, but I'm not a judge. That's crazy
1: if he was up. He he definitely won round one, was winning round two, and then Jan took over. But yeah, if he was up on the scorecards, that's wild.
2: Yeah, he was he won all three on round two. Um so yeah, I I again I, I didn't have it scored the same way. I think I had Jan up, but um he really struggles with that kind of pressure that. All-on striking pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, again throws 14, 15 strikes a minute. <laughs> Just nonstop pressure. Land six or seven. Yeah. Um, you guys already you brought up the knees already. Um, you know, obviously, he didn't look great. Well, looked okay stopping the – They only scored two takedowns for TJ in that fight. But still, he
1: – He was doing a lot his- of, like, he was jumping for shit, and he was, like, doing – he was doing a little too cute. I think that's what lost him the fight. I think he's probably learned from that. But yeah, his takedown yeah. offenses is.
2: I'm hoping he learns. Again, you got it you brought up the knees. Um, you know, if Jung goes diving in there, I mean, they got. I, I'm curious to see what they look like next to each other. Those knees are. I mean, built yeah. like you, Timbo. He's. I mean, he's tall and tall and skinny, and yeah. that knee's not going to be too far from his chin. Not, you know, mm-hmm. not going to have to get too high up on it. Um, I'm going to go with Sandhagen here. I I Woo! just cannot get over. I, Look, he does look great great value. Jan, yeah. Jan is incredible, but I just see at two to one, I, I just see too many opportunities, and he's not going to love the pressure. Neither of these guys' gases. No. So I, I, it's it's an incredible fight, but yeah, I'm going to roll Sanhagen. I,
1: I, I'm glad one of us picked Sanhagen because I was flirting with it myself. Again, I've, I've faded Petreon a lot. He He's just, what he is, is, is Sanhagen's the more flashier guy. I think his striking's legit. I think his timing's great. I think his movement's fantastic. Obviously, he's got a little weak areas with the rat wrestling. His his submissions are good. His submission offense, I think, is a little work in progress. But Petra Jan is just so uh, like so confident about himself. He's always here. He's always moving forward. He's got devastating leg kicks. And, and he's a little bit slower than some of these guys, but he puts it together really well. It's, it's it's fucking incredible to watch him fight. I've really dug into Jan this week and watched back some of his old fights and even when I picked against him, I was like, "What was that? What was I seeing in the other guy?" Right? But we've all made the case that he has lost early before. Like you can make an argument he was losing the first round of Rivera until he caught him. He knocked him down. That probably won in the round. That was a close fight. John Dodson. John Dodson hurt him with a punch. John Dodson clipped him. So uh, this is going to be a high fucking level fight, which as an MMA fan, my personal favorite is high, high level MMA. Corey and Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw was the same way. That's high level MMA. That's high level striking. You know, both those guys are, are the top of their game. ETJ coming back after years off. It was an incredible fight. Love that fight. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got to go with Jan, but I'm so glad you picked Sanhagen here because I think that's crazy good value for a really good fighter. All right, boys. Main event time, even though we just talked about my main event. Jan Blahovich, minus 355 versus Glover Teixeira, plus 270. Uh, Jan can be had anywhere from this number to 340. Someone said they saw him under 300, which I have not seen. Um, but, yeah, the, to me, this is pretty one-sided. I could be wrong, but, you know, I think this is pretty one-sided. Uh, Timbo, you lead the dance here, babe. Who do you like?
0: I just want to say, first of all, Yuri kills both of these dudes. Yes. Violently. But with that said, um, I mean, I, I just think I think share is going to come out and, and show a lot of heart, and I think he's going to get the shit beat out of him. And that's about it. I think he probably gets finished maybe the third or fourth round. Um, maybe like a, a, doc, a referee or a doctor stoppage. But um, yeah, he's tough as nails, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it, Jan's got a, a pretty good path to victory. Just don't you know, don't let him grab you. And even if he does, like... It's crazy, because we're not too far removed from Jan, like, being, like... What was like, three and four in the UFC He started. I think
1: he started his career two and four in the UFC. Like, Corey Anderson yeah. out-fucking-wrestled him. Corey Anderson's yeah. beaten both these guys. He's talking a lot of shit over there in Bellator.
0: He's tripping. <laughs> yeah, he's... Where it's safe, where he can talk shit. And yeah. And not have to face the consequences. Um, fuck Ryan Bader, by the way. That was awesome. But... Uh yeah, I just think I just think uh to Sherry, I mean it's Father Tom, dude. And he's look he's he's looked good obviously with these past couple fights, but I just don't see him being able to hang with uh Blahovich.
1: So give me the champ. Champs, champs retaining according to Timbo. Christian, who you got, babe? Man,
2: this is a really interesting fight for me. I started picking fights and really starting to pay attention to all this stuff in 2019. And since that time, I bet, I'm amateur right here. Uh, I have bet Glover in every single fight in that time period. Wow. And I bet against Jan in every single fight in that time period. So you're
1: about even, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They've both been dogs in almost every single one of those fights. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't, I don't even know if one of them has been a favorite during that stretch. Um, So I have, I love Glover. I mean, they both have such great stories. Like they're both seem like cool dudes. Uh, They're both really fun to watch. Um, When I first broke this down, I was leaning towards, this is when, I mean, a month or two ago, and I'm just running through it, imagining it in my mind, and I just, I kind of see the you know Glover getting clipped and then hugging these legs and mm-hmm. taking Yawn down, um, and I just I kept seeing that and I kept seeing that because I don't know how legendary the Polish power actually is. Um, you know, you can, a question, lot of you can
1: some people can question it, and I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Yeah.
2: So I, yeah, I it's really been difficult for me to pick. Uh, I kind of, a lot of it came down to, look, I, I, again, I'm not sure how much I believe in the legendary Polish power. I believe there's some power there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, well, has, you know, good enough defensive wrestling. Um, I, I think he can, you know, fight off those takedowns. Uh, I think he could stand up. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Glover's gonna, I don't think he'll sub him. <sighs> Yeah, I, so I, I kind of started by telling you that little story because I'm going to switch it right here. Okay. I'm taking, oh. I'm taking yawn. So the okay. first time since I ever started breaking down fights and picking them and betting MMA, I'm going to go against everything. Hey, I've ever done. listen,
1: the tides are turning. The tides are turning. <laughs> it's not broke. Don't uh, fix and it. This uh, thing, go ahead. Way,
2: and this is a, just a betting part of it. Yeah. This is so perfect. The way, if you're on yawn you can parlay him with almost anybody you want. Like mm-hmm. you could just go, go parlay with Jan because Glover's decision line and Glover's finish line are both so high. You could just hedge out easily. I mean, it's, the line is beautiful for parlaying and hedging just the way they are. This is, I mean, it's a beautiful line at the top of the card. The hedge is so easy.
1: Yeah. Um, Listen, I, I I love I love uh, Jan in this spot here. I I had a dream, Jan put him down early. Glover, forty three years old, I think his birthday was today or something like that. And I I found it so strange. He came out and talked about how he used to party. He would drink a bottle of Remy Martin every weekend and, and and was like a wild man. And then really cleaned that up recently. And that's what's been his resurgence or whatever. Uh, Glover used to came in the UFC as a boxer, right? He was Chuck Liddell's training partner, came to the UFC as a guy that stood up and and, and hit really hard. Then his chin went away and he had to adapt and he became a really strong grappler. He gets on top of you. He's a problem and he he has good ground and pound. Jan's problem early in the UFC was he was a little skinnier. He's definitely sized up. I mean, take that with what you will. He also got a little tired a few times. (laughs) Take that with what you will. Um, and he had a real career resurgence once he stopped taking the stop getting fucking taken down. Became really hard to take down. He's a jiu jitsu black belt as well. Don't really think he has the best submissions in the world, but he has it there. Um, so obviously the path to victory is Glover's to take him to the ground and fucking fuck him up. And and don't see a submission happening. But if he puts Jan on his back and makes Jan work to get up, I see Jan getting tired. Jan's a big boy for two hundred five. Didn't get tired against Izzy, and it, and even when he looked tired. That's when he started taking Izzy down the more times and just kept laying on Izzy, who doesn't have much of a ground game. I mean, Glover's better. But I just see, even though I think the Polish power is kind of a joke, I don't think it's like, you know, that real. It's not like a one-touch kind of thing. Glover's chin's just not there. I mean, he gets touched by a lot of people. I mean, his Tiago Santos fight... He got touched in the first round a lot, almost got KO'd. Battled back, almost got ko would in the third. Uh Anthony Smith hit him but didn't rock him. Cole Roberson almost had him out of there. Uh Ian Kutilaba almost fucking killed him. You know, this guy's chin is definitely questionable. And I and I love the Glover story, right? This is his last time fighting for the title. It'd be cool if he won. Don't see it happening. I'm going yawn here. I'm, I'm fairly confident in this pick as well. Uh, someone's talked me out of the finish, right? The finish was something I liked. I listened to a podcast today, and they're just like, I just don't see it happening because that was going to be my play was was a was a finish play. But um, I'm, I'm going yawn. All right, it's the lock time. Lock offs. Uh, Christian, you're champ, babe. You get to pick. Mortal. Yeah. Doggy. This will probably come. As a send them. Here nobody. we go. Yeah, I'll take Sendum Konzat. Sendum uh Jmayev, excuse uh, my me. Man wants yeah. to keep that. He's keep that Hey, he's he's getting chalky. He wants that. He wants to double strapped up. He ain't losing that. All right, send him home. All right, so my Sendum is going to be, let me look at my paper here. <laughs> I have plenty of options. No, I don't. Um, you know what? Um that's the only thing I don't have written down is my send him home. I'm a fucking goof. You know, give me, uh, give me, you know what? Just because I'm a fucking wild man, give me Dan Hooker as my send him home, baby. Give me Dan Ooh, Hooker. Because, listen, it. he's already a huge dog. I'm the only one taking him. I don't have a better send him home. And the only way he wins is if he knocks out Islam, which, you know, whatever. So give, give me the extra points there. Send him home, Dan Hooker. Timbo, send him home.
0: And Goliath. Get and given.
1: Goliath. I was, I was thinking that myself. Um, all right, so I'm up. My pick is going to be uh motor lock Morlock lock it up Andre Petroski I mean again guys I was all over him this week there's a lot of guys I like On this card I'm staring at Christian with those fucking double straps he's Distracting me hey man I'm gonna I'm Just gonna have to block him out here uh, No Andre Petroski against the, the shitty Chinese guy I just I mean Listen I, I just think he takes him down and does whatever He wants with him I truly do I think it could get hairy Because I think the, the guys could come out swinging But no nah. give me Petroski Morlock Uh Timbo Morlock bud um
0: mortal life give me Peter give me
1: Peter Jan Petr baby Christian who's your moral
2: um I'll go with Volkov
1: Volkov yeah dude I was hoping you went Volkov because you shit all over Tybora and you made me feel like shit I expect an <laughs> apology
0: heavyweight uh, whisperer yeah <laughs>
1: I was that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna go tybor. Uh next. Uh let's let's just move on. Okay, uh and Timbo, you got your dog here, baby. Dogs are barking for you. Who do you got? Yeah, I didn't pick very
0: many dogs at all. You got I can
1: read them to you. You got uh Magamum Mustayev. You got uh Banal St. Denis, you got um Roman Kapilov. You got,
0: uh, that's it.
1: That's it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it. All right. Give me, uh, Benoit Sainte-Nali.
1: he's going French, baby. That's a French dude. All right, Christian, doggy time. Who do you got? Who's barking for you?
2: The Sandman.
1: this guy's coming for the straps. Uh, I'm going to go with copy Um, listen, I just think I saw, see, I used to do the YouTube videos where I would send out one pick and then like I curse fighters. Copy was like one of the first guys I did cause I really did tape on him, And I'm like, this guy has something here. Uh, I'm going against the public on that. That's another one thing too, where it's like, I want to be right, but, uh, You're going to get- Block me, the yeah, public. I know, in. I know. And if I'm right, I expect flowers. That's what I expect. All right, boys, incredible card for the people that are listening, watching. I'm going to reveal the slime ball parlay. I have not bet this yet, so this line is subject to change. I'm, I'm going tomorrow to Marta bet it. But here it is. Slime ball parlay. We got Ann Kalia at minus 340. We got Petrovsky at minus 245. We got Hazmat Chumayev at minus 550. Three unis. Three big ones at plus 115. How does that lose? Let me tell you. It fucking Petrowski. doesn't. Hey, hey, hey. Petroski's not going to lose the fucking Chinese. Come on. I don't need that negative energy, dude.
0: I've been using. <laughs> I hurt
1: my necro so bets, I've been using Tiger Bomb. So I've been using Chinese herbs on my back. I mean, listen, they're not, you know, this shit doesn't work. He can't fight. So let's fucking go. That's a ball parlay. Three units at plus 115. Three very chalky fighters getting you plus numbers. That's what we want. We want the plus side of things. Um I'm riding that shit, baby. That's gonna be a good one. I'll tweet everything out. I also have a lot of straight plays. I'm not doing props. I also have another parlay I'm going to do. It's called the Jan parlay. I'm going to go Jan Blahovich and Petra Jan. Uh, that's going to be for about two ah. units as well. That didn't come out to – that came out to um, uh, minus one something. It wasn't plus money, but I like I'll that. Do it
2: for you right, I'll do it for you do right now. Do it for you right now. Yeah, I did it yesterday.
1: I did it yesterday. Yeah, did it was one something. I should have wrote it down. I probably wrote it down in my book. All
2: right, so I'll do it on – we'll do it on DraftKings. Do it, bud. Minus 112.
1: Yeah, there you go. I'm going to put two on that as well. And then I, I'm only going straight. No props for me. The problem is I get there, right? I get to Indiana and I got a little book, right? I'm back to writing shit down in the book. And I go and I read what I have written down and I write it down throughout the week. So I don't change my mind when I'm there. And then I see these fucking props with these plus numbers staring at me mm. going, Hey, if you do this, this, and this, that's 20 to one. You can get fucking, you know what I mean, and I'm like, oh shit, you're right, Brian, Let's do that. And then I can't fucking predict it. I've never really been good. That's one of my weaknesses as a capper, is is my prop game. I I I feel like I have a good feel. I think I might get better when I live bet when I can do that um, in uh, in Ohio. But yeah, it's just something that I, I I'm not have never really been really that good at. But Ohio, they they pushed it. So they did it like an emergency assembly. I got all this shit, you know, whenever it pops up, it, it comes to my phone. They did an emergency assembly in September to try to get Ohio legalized by the Super Bowl because they want to be able to bet on the Super Bowl because yeah, New Jersey made a billion dollars in one month. And Indiana's killing it. I mean, they're making millies and millies and millies. We got Michigan to the north. They're legalized. We got Pennsylvania to the right. They're legalized. Kentucky below us, they're not, but they got horse racing. And then Indiana, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm right by the border, so crazy. Ohio's fucking up. And, and people don't realize this. Ohio's the sixth most populous state. We're top six. We're in the top ten. We're not our landmass isn't that big. We got we're we, we're a melting pot. We got a million fucking people that live here. Millions of people. So we need to we need to get that shit going, Ohio. Listen to me. Um, but I'm excited for this card. Midday card. I'm fucking pumped. I was excited all day to do this. Um, I feel like we got some decent-sized picks here. We're all kind of scattered. We're on a few fighters. We're all on Jan. We're all on Chemayev. Um, and we're all on, uh who is that down there? We're all on Petroski, and we're all on uh, Gazmatov. the wild. And we're all we're on, on Tagir. Yeah. We're all on Tagir as well. But everything else, we're wow. split. Christian's the, the m- most contrarian. He's, he, you know, I look a lot of, you know, I write everything down. I look, you're the most contrarian out of all of us. I took a couple of picks with Tybora, which Christian's shit all over. Dan Hooker's just, <laughs> Dan Hooker's just a shot right there. You got to take shots sometimes. Can't be super square. Christian's contrarian and Sanhagen, which I'm, I'm glad you picked because I knew Timbo yeah. was gonna pick it. Timbo doesn't like dorks. You know what I mean? This guy What's don't that? roll with dorks. You know what I mean? You, you fucking geek, get out of here. <laughs> Hit the bricks. That's what I used to say when when people I had a I had a house in right on UC's campus. I didn't go to UC, but I, I lived with like nine of my buddies, and we had this giant fucking house, and we threw parties all the time. And my biggest thing was going up to people and be like, "Take a walk," like just kick them out. Like, it's, whose house is it? It's mine. Take a walk. <laughs> like, I, just, I would just fake kick people out, and people would look around like, "I think I just got kicked out." I'm like, "Yeah, you did." Take a walk. Uh, that was my favorite thing in the entire world. I used to walk around. Like I worked at a liquor store, right? So I would my drinking situation on Friday and Saturday nights, when you have a party, would be uh, a six pack of this beer called Purple Haze. It was like a wheat beer from mm-hmm. New Orleans, had like a little blueberry flavor to it. Very good, but very strong. It was like a, it was like a fucking whatever percent beer. And then I would wash it down with a big bottle of really cheap champagne, because I wanted to be walking around the party with fucking a bottle of champagne, like, and it right. and it looked fancy, but it was like six dollars. Yeah, cheap, cheap
0: champagne looks fancy, and it yeah. doesn't
1: taste good. So I'd be mm, just fighting it, just fighting it. But I fucking it was the optics, dude. It looked fucking cool. People walk. People were like, who the fuck's that guy with the champagne bottle? I yeah, wonder what he cell- yeah, it was like Andre eight Ray bucks. Bruce. I was like, I wonder I wonder what he's celebrating. I don't know, come in my room. We'll figure out what we're celebrating. Celebrating hey. you doing fucking twisties on my wiener, man. That cleaned up back then, man. Woo! We can talk about it. That was that was wild right there. Now I'm married with two girls, so I can't Two uh, two little females. Yeah, Yeah, so I can't I can't talk bad about women like that anymore. But I can.
2: No more twisties.
1: (laughs) No more twisties. Wife can twisty, but you know we we don't have locks on our doors. We bought we bought doors recently. Not recently, probably like a year ago, and then it come with locks. And we're like, well, fuck, you know, we, we who's gonna lock the door, right? I can't take a shit without my daughters in there. So fuck it, why not? But whenever the wife and I want a little lone time, you know, we got the door girls kicking in the door. We're like, man, we should have really used those fucking locks. So advice for you boys in the future, if you ever have children, get some locks on your doors, okay? Cause they come busting in and it's like, you know, mommy's got something in her mouth. And we don't you know what I mean? We don't yeah, daddy, what are you doing? Yeah, mommy? we pull the blankets over. Hell, oh, go play on your iPad. It's okay. And my four year old's like 16. Like she's so smart. Like she knows what the fuck's going on. She's crazy. All right. I had fun with you boys. As always, follow all my always. guys on Twitter. That play Temptations 10. Emily takes podcasts. Go subscribe. Go subscribe on YouTube. All that shit. All yada, yada, yada. All right. You boys confident this weekend? Decently. Uh? I mean, I, I'm going to have some big, like... A lot of low
0: risk, high reward parlays going. So gotcha. We'll see how That's. That goes. I need to start
1: gambling like that. I see that all the time. I don't ever really do that, like the lottery ticket parlays. I don't ever really do that, but I need to start doing that because I mean, one of these days are gonna fucking hit, and I'm gonna be like, this is one go. Now. I'm a chip away guy, you know, chip, chip, chip away. But I've been down the past two weeks, so I need to get a winning week, and this is gonna be this week. I'm gonna win, and I'm gonna win. Slime my, ball, baby. Mar- slime ball's gonna win, and Marcin Tybor is gonna win. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you, boys. All right, later. Those are my guys right there. Sorry for some of the audio issues. Uh, someone's computer was going off like crazy. I had an audio issue. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but listen, this weekend, amazing, amazing card. I'll tweet out my picks. Slimeball was on the podcast. I'll tweet out the slimeball. Um, great show, great show. Love those boys. Fun stuff. I love fights. This is what I fucking live for. Early morning fights, let's go. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. And get her down out there. What do you say? Woo! I say, let her dance. Woo! 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 Come on, man. Hey, little pal, we don't want you to. Come on, motherfucker, back. Come on. Come on, motherfucker. Come on.
0: Escort this gentleman to the door.
1: Do you see that shit? Yeah. Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dolan.